I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hello and welcome back to the Out of Spec Podcast. I'm your host, Francie, and you're lucky enough today, as am I, to be joined by three of our teammates, Jordan, Colton, and Kyle. Thanks, everyone, for hopping on the pod. We have some fun things to talk about today. How are y'all doing? Good. <laughs> I'm on, not you, convinced. You have guys, you guys, had an exciting day? You guys don't seem cyber-struck enough about what happened today. I think we're just drained. We've been yeah. interacting with people for hours and hours and hours at all these events. Yeah, I bet that social battery is approaching a pretty low state of charge by now. No, oh, never God. runs out. I love it. <laughs> Good. Um, so, yeah, Colton. Kyle, where are y'all? What have you been doing today? We're in Austin, Texas. And uh, yeah, we went to the Cybertruck delivery event. And man, was it cool. Yeah, everyone seems to like be hating on the Cybertruck right now and the event and like how lame it is. We had the complete opposite experience. And normally we're the ones who are like really hard on Tesla. We're like not Tesla fanboys. We call them out on all their BS and here we are saying this was freaking awesome. We met with the engineers. We learned so much about the truck. It met my expectations. And all the Tesla fans are like too expensive, all these things. They're just so let down. But that's what happens when you trust a company and believe every word they say. And, they, you know, you just get totally let down. Yeah, um, I think that's one point that I've already seen so far is like, where's all the criticism on the Cybertruck? Like they didn't do what they said that they would do in 2019. And I never thought that they would match those. It would be impossible. And we haven't seen like, like we were kind of saying on the podcast we did earlier, just covering the live stream, but like, I didn't expect them to come out with some incredible new technology that would get them the cheaper EV with the better range and the better battery chemistry at XYZ, you Here's know, so... Yeah, here's the thing. In 2019, we were skeptical, and then a pandemic happened. So, like, there was a lot <laughs> yeah, going against right. them for, like, 
things to happen in line with what they said. So they almost shot themselves in the foot putting any numbers back when they unveiled it. But I get it. They had to say something. But for what we see now, I mean, this at least they're delivering a product and it's not just because a lot of people were saying it's not real. Well, you know, the, the process Tesla went through to design, develop and produce the Cybertruck isn't unlike their other products or unlike other companies. They came up with their design intent goals for the vehicle and what they wanted it to do. And then they went through the engineering process. The only problem is, is they told everyone on day one what their goals were, which most automakers wait until they're like, oh, let's get ready for series production. And then we into introduce it to the market to see how it's going. And, um, you know, it was cool to see what they wanted to do, but they, you know, and much to Tesla's discredit, pitched it as here's what we are going to do. It will be priced as this. And we know, I think, well enough because we've been burned by them and other companies. It's not just Tesla so many times that until it reaches series production, it doesn't exist. It's not fact. And that's the stance I've taken for out of spec since the beginning, which is unless someone can drive it and buy it, which they did today, it doesn't exist. And I think us taking that approach maybe actually set us up for, um, under, I mean, uh, uh, my expectations were more than met. Let's just put it that way. I was not expecting much. Uh, and yeah. I think a lot of the other folks attending the event, just based on our impressions, were expecting wow. everything and more that was promised in 2019. And maybe that's why we're so pleased about it, because we're like, in our realistic world, it kind of did what we wanted to do. So in this episode, I thought it'd be cool if Colton and I shared what we went through today from start to finish. Right, because, you know, anyone can tune in or could have and can still look at the live stream. But y'all were actually there at this event in Austin, Texas. So that's what, yeah, we really want to dive into today is like what it was like to be there. What were we not able to experience in the live stream? So where did it start? Y'all arrive in Austin, Texas. What happened? We rented a Tesla Model 3. <laughs> also, the live stream was so lame compared yeah. to everything we did. Like we had so much fun. We were nerding out with people yeah. all day. And the live stream was like. Oh, I'm glad <laughs> the live stream. Like that was the worst part of our day was totally watching agree. the presentation. We just stood in the corner. Like what, what was going on here? This sucks. <laughs> okay. So you get your model three and you go to the event. What happens from there? Like where, where exactly is it happening? What is the setup? Like what part of the yeah world of Tesla are you in? Yeah, so we were, of course, at the Gigafactory of Texas, and, you know, we roll up, of course, went to the wrong entrance. First off, we didn't even <laughs> look at, oh, yeah, we need to go over there. So, you know, security people were awesome. Everybody today at Tesla was just incredible. The nicest people. Thanks for coming. Thanks for being here. Like, a really like kind experience to go into. but Which I wouldn't expect from them, because no. normally they don't really, they're not like, don't give the impression that they're warm and welcoming. Sure. Tesla's always walled. You know, there's no PR response. There's no one we can ever reach out to at the company. And it just feels very cold and distant. But then meeting the people who worked for Tesla, even on the security team, was like, oh, hey, we love your stuff. Like, you got to yeah. go that way. It was like so cool. <laughs> That's nice. Okay. So warm welcome after finding your way inside the building. And then where were they ushering you to? Yeah, so first off, we went through just the most massive parking lot I've ever been to. I've never been to this um, 
you know, factory at all. So this was a new experience for me. Kyle's been here, of course, but it was well laid out. So you go through a little queue, make sure you don't have firearms and bombs and things like that on you. You know, you check your uh, your actual ticket, your ID, very streamlined situation going on there. We arrived quite late, actually. You know, Kyle was delayed coming out of um, O'Hare. I was on time waiting for him at the airport here in Austin. Got in there and we actually, what's that? Good job, Colton. Oh, Being yes. Southwest one, by the way. Well, Anybody Francie and I were on the same flight this morning trying to get out of, where the heck were we? We were in Columbus, in Ohio, leaving Columbus. from the Charn event from Cleveland. And it was a bit hard, but United finally, or not finally, they got us out of there. Um, <laughs> but, okay, before you continue on, I'm trying to picture, like, where this is because I've been to a couple automaker, like, campuses lately, and they're giant. So, like, where is this in terms of Austin and, like, how, I mean, is it secluded where is it yeah i mean it was what 10 minutes away from the airport yeah it's out of the city a bit yeah and so it's near the airport i mean anyone can obviously look where it is on a map but it's uh in its own little bubble they're like building roads all around Crazy. to like totally expand this and uh yeah it's kind of so much construction and it's been so much construction since i've come here you know over the years following the construction jordan's been here of course so uh, we've all so bad during the shift change at the factory um mm -hmm. and i wanted to ask was there anyone like waiting outside who didn't have tickets and they were hoping to like somehow score some no we didn't no, see we didn't anything see like that, that. at all because it, it seemed like they had so many little checkpoints of like hey you need to show your badge here go through that situation, get to the next gate. Hey, let me see your badge again. So I don't think, like, I think Andreas even tried to get up close. Of course, our friend from Germany, the best guy ever. And he was trying to get up close and he's like, yeah, I give up. So he went to a live stream event. But uh, one cool thing I did notice during kind of the queuing to get on the shuttle to go around the actual factory, they had a ton of students there, which I thought was really neat for them to bring in um, locals from the community, especially students learning about you know, how Tesla's doing all their stuff, mm. had a huge bus of them. And that was really, really cool to see. And then, yeah, we went around the factory. They dropped us off right at the front. You can see we posted a ton of photos from that area. No cyber trucks out there. Not not when we first got there. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. But it was that entrance. <laughs> the new entrance for the yeah. factory is epic. It's so cool. Yeah. Really, really nicely done. Open the doors. Huge cyber truck logo on the back end. Basically, a Cybertruck exploded inside. Then we saw things like the battery pack with the seats mounted on it, um, the drive motors. I believe it was like a front It was motor? a front yep. unit motor, but we're not sure of what configuration. Right. Because no. there's two different front motors. Yeah, which is which crazy. Save that. for. We'll have a whole podcast coming soon on the intricacies of the battery pack, voltages, and uh, you know, driveline coming soon. In terms of, uh, I just had this question kind of pop up, but especially when you mentioned like, you know, they invited local communities and, you know, students and stuff. That's really cool. But in terms of the exclusivity of this event, of course, you, you had to kind of be invited or you could purchase an option. Um, but also, so like how exclusive did it? No, with no, didn't. no, you had no, these uh, referrals. Yes, yes. And so how, like, in terms of exclusivity, did it feel more inclusive? I know you're being greeted on the way in, but, like, how does that play into this kind of event, giving out invitations rather than having it more open to the public? Well, Tesla's always done it this way, in my impression. It did, didn't seem unusual. It seemed like a lot fewer number of people than I expected, actually. Yeah, it was pretty intimate. I mean, maybe only a couple hundred at the most. 
I mean, it really didn't seem like very many people were in there. Maybe I'm gauging wrong, but there was just so much excess room. So much room. Everywhere. I'm like, well, you could have at least triple the people in this thing. Yeah. So, uh, again, not, not sure what that was about, but it was cool. And and uh, it felt we, we really the, – the thing is everyone that was in there was either like super fan shareholder level. So, like, you had those crowd. I don't know any of those people. Right. And they don't really know us. So we didn't really talk to anyone. <laughs> but then, like, all the content creators – Yes. So you had like Dan from What's Inside and Zach from Jerry Rig, Jerry Rig Everything, and there was Kim Java, and there was Justin Bearded Tesla guy, and there was I don't know who Joy, and all the people we normally see. So it was like a little reunion of like all the the YouTubers together, which was great. And then there was like no one else than employees, a ton of employees, yes. engineering folks, end of line factory workers. There must have been one employee to one guest. I mean, oh, definitely. It, it was really just um, almost like it felt like a big internal celebration. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I would I would guess so, too, after so many years of, you know, from the announcement to this day. So, OK, continue on on your path. You've come in, you see this drivetrain, you know, deconstructed in front of you. What happens next? Yeah. So then we walk through a few doorways and we're immediately at basically the Cybertruck um, assembly line where you start seeing actually off to the side there was the finishing of the uh, Model Y, you know, final inspection point. And then off to the right there was Cybertruck. This is what we were looking at. Where am I trying to go here as we were walking in? So basically, you can see they got some pimped out golf carts. Nice. And then this is the Cybertruck line. Sorry for the poor quality. And then to the left is the final uh, model Y line right over there. What are you drinking, Colton? <laughs> oh, some water. <laughs> I was like, oh boy. Not a little Tesla flask or anything. Okay. Wow. Really they cool. had, they had all of these, um, you know, sort of stages of the production line. So it's almost like they've had the trucks sort of running in series production yeah. and then they stopped everything for the event. Cause they, you can't have trucks flying around, but they kept each station running. And like a demo mode. So, for right. example, like they were putting in the front glass, the whole front windscreen in there, and it would kind of, you know, do its situation like it would be putting on, uh, you know, the adhesive to actually mount the windshield in there, and it would kind of spin it around. Yeah, this is super cool. But it wouldn't actually touch the actual vehicle. It was just showing, you know, what they would represent here. Hmm. Oh, yeah, so each station they had like a, a mock tire mounting station and they had, you know, where, you know, the the front casting gets put in and all of the things. It was really kind of a cool, neat experience for sure. And we're just like walking down the factory line with a bunch of people looking at each station and it was just so cool. Um, and, and what the coolest part about all of this was uh, at each station – they had the people who worked on that component of the Cybertruck there for us to talk to. So, for example, we came by the powertrain station, and you can see there's the rear motor out of the beast mode truck, the induction uh, dual motor system. And there's, like, one of the engineers who worked on the project, and, like, we could just talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cool. So we were just, Very like, talking cool. to people about the truck. We met the dude who, like, worked on the front trunk assembly yep. and, like, all these things. And they were just so proud to share their work. Yeah, I was mostly surprised about how, I mean, everybody, of course, there has cameras out, like you're up close to these things, you could touch and feel 
pretty much everything they're working on there. Like they were just kind of an open book, which I was really shocked about. Yeah, normally Tesla's closed down, but they honestly tried to answer every question we had, which I did not expect at all. Yeah. I thought we were going to get here today. There was going to be no video. We weren't going to learn anything. We weren't going to ride in one. We didn't ride in one. Um, but, uh, you know, I just thought it was going to be kind of a little bit of a waste of time. But either way, we would see our friends and viewers and yep. stuff like that. So it's a good social thing. Uh, but no, we really learned so much about the truck that was not shared in the presentation. Mm, and I know, of course, Kyle, you have an eye for detail, but Colton, you really have an eye for the detailing. And um, did you see anything? I mean, I don't want to skip ahead in your storyline, but like, what were you looking for as you were walking through this? Like, were you specifically looking out for anything where you're just like, all the information I can get, let me have it? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the cool things we were able to see was like basically the vehicles without all of the body panels on it. For example, we got to see where the, uh, yeah, this is pretty cool, a little bit down the line here. But this is where they roll through, I guess, final assembly, check over the vehicles. Um, what I thought was really, really neat, though, was like basically you'd see a Cybertruck over here on the line, had no rear panels on it. And you could see where actually, you know, the full tonneau cover goes in and see how everything's packaged underneath that basically stainless steel skin. And it was like, wow, this is really cool to see. Mm. It was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure y'all are wiped that's a long day and a long day of travel to get there and you you say it was worth it though okay so continue on please so you're seeing the assembly line they're really getting giving you insight into like these are being built this is how they're being built and here are the experts that are that made this happen which is great and we're gonna like like you said kyle dive into all of those lovely details on another podcast about all the inner workings um so okay keep walking basically. Yeah, honestly, it was kind of cool because you got to see them without panels on and then slowly you'd go to the next section they're putting on the front. Then we got to another station where they actually have a machine grabbing the tires, putting it on the actual vehicle. And then, you know, towards the end when we were showing basically that final inspection, they had, I don't know, 10 of them sitting there, some on lifts. Um, yeah, it was just like the coolest thing to see these things. And in all honesty, this was the first time I've ever seen a Cybertruck in person. I kind of purposely didn't go to the Littleton one, kind of expecting we're going to go to this event after we decided to. Yeah, this is just so cool to see all the lighting in there. The factory was like really nicely lit. You know, the pink Tesla logos, the bright blue colors underneath the Cybertruck. It was really, really neat. Very, Jeez. very cool. That helps. The Cybertruck's just, you know, refrigerator color. And so all the other colors <laughs> kind of help. Uh, so how so uh, basically they had the like presentation at the end of line. Right. So you walk down the whole production line and then at the end where the deliveries were happening, someone said they delivered 20. I thought it was 10. Yeah. It kind of seemed more like in that 10 span there. Yeah. But whatever. We actually, <laughs> Colton and I thought, what if this is fake? Because yeah. we didn't, <laughs> we didn't actually see anyone like, sign paperwork but then uh later on that day we saw a privately owned Cybertruck come to the event so they actually like are out there um uh, so that's kind of cool so some um, delivered at the event some not uh i think the only ones that have been delivered have been from the event yeah okay so it looked like uh, around 10 so basically they did the keynote and then they brought up those customers who were taking delivery of it they hopped in the vehicle and just kind of drove it off stage and then they were kind of queued up to the side and I'm kind of looking over there going, are they really taking delivery of <laughs> yeah, these like, things? Are they saying you can come back in a few weeks and take Yeah, them? exactly. But no, they let them go and they, they sold them with the wheel covers on. 
Yes. Yep. So before we get to deliveries, like you said, you did have this keynote. So what was your impression of the keynote and the, I mean, quote unquote, the delivery of the information before actually they handed over the keys to the (laughs) Cybertrucks? I guess I'll take it first. I kind of thought it was a disaster. Like we literally couldn't see anything. We're up here with like our phones 10 feet in the air trying to see anything. We're all kind of crammed in this rear space. And of course it was delayed. And, um, you know, Elon gets up there and he gets in the bed of the Cybertruck. As you guys probably saw from the live stream was like his head is completely black in the actual video. You couldn't see him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is, this was our view. Yeah. Okay. Let me, let me, watch and I'm like, I'm just like, I got my phone as high as I can reach. <laughs> I don't know what the heck I'm filming, but I was like, That's at the end of the day, dystopian. it doesn't matter. Like people aren't going to watch our video for the presentation that would have already been live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. There he is. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was kind of funny that his, he was in the, okay. It looks way brighter than it did on the live stream. Oh, yeah. well, that's just they should use iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very dark back there. I mean, like I'm walking around, couldn't see anything back here, and it was really crammed in, but it was cool. Like right in front of us, you had you know Tesla engineering. I can see this guy with his you know computer Laptop, screen yeah. open working on like Cybertruck things, and it's like, whoa, this is you are right in the heart of it. It was this. cool. Yeah, the coolest part was like not we didn't listen to the press. We I mean we just kind of saw what was going on. I was like, this is all kind of stupid. Uh, but like whatever, uh, not into the presentation, but just like talking to the people in the crowd yeah. and and seeing the engineering team being like, oh, that's my thing that yeah. I worked on. You're like seeing the people who did the thing, and you just don't get that unless you're there. So that was cool. But yeah, damn, if I was watching this presentation at home. I would probably agree with everyone that like this was a total disaster and a flop, but being there was awesome. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. You get a totally different experience. You're there with the energy. You see how it's being put together. And I think it's really important that they had folks there that were a part of the team that made it happen that you could talk to freely, um, which I mean, I think that's invaluable, right? So um, they were there at the event, the event happened, the deliveries were made, what happens next? That's kind of what everyone could see on the live stream. But then. Yeah. Then um, everyone from the crowd just kind of got around these two cyber trucks that were there, the display truck. So VIN number two, and then another one. And uh, I'm just trying to get some photos. They had a welder in the back of one plugged in, which was kind of cool. Yeah. I saw that on the video too, that it's very construction oriented. You're really going to be able to use these trucks for utility. Well, that's what they're trying to (laughs) convey. I'm not actually sure anyone's going to be using these on a, you know, a lightning is what will be used on construction sites. We saw, you know, then we just started kind of hanging around these, these two trucks. Here's our friend Tesla Raj over here getting a thumbnail for his video and um, just, you know, looking at the vehicles, I don't know, playing around, we're doing fingerprint testing <laughs> <laughs> and we were just like hanging out where our friend, uh, uh, Brandon Tesla flex and James, uh, another one of our friends and friends of him who did the race to Vegas were there. So we're just like hanging out with friends chatting and like, we're there for probably an hour and like everyone just slowly dissipates back. Cause you have to exit where we came back through the factory. And then we look around and we're like the only ones left <laughs> literally. <it. laughs> and we're like, um, okay. So then we had the entire factory to ourselves for as much time as we needed. Really? Yeah. Really? They didn't say, Hey, you got to get out of here. There was like two security people that were assigned to like, not let us move back yep. but to only move, you know, in the exit direction, but they were not rushing us at all. No. Not at all. And I almost got to the point. I felt bad, but they're just kind of like trailing behind us. But like we're going up to parts and just like 
touching them. I mean, Kyle even jumped in the back of a Cybertruck. <laughs> allegedly. With, yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> On the production line. <laughs> oh my God. This is giving me like Charlie and the cho- Chocolate Factory, yes. Charlie and his grandpa yes. vibes where they go off and they start, <laughs> they eat the bubble gum that makes them fly. Y'all were just able to go into the nooks and crannies of this at the end of the event. Yeah. So we were with a couple, if you hang around, Mm -hmm. yeah, we were with a couple friends of ours and we just like had the chance to have the whole factory to ourselves, which was super unique and gave us the time to capture the content we needed. Um, yeah, there was this like totally release candidate shell of a truck and we were just like playing around, jumping in it allegedly. And (laughs) it was so much fun. It was super cool. So, um, that was like probably the highlight of the whole thing was just like, here's a factory. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. Don't go backwards, but you can keep exploring forwards. That's pretty cool. It seems like there was a, definitely an air of openness and embracing the curiosity of the guests at this event. Yeah. Which is good for us if you're looking for the details. Yeah. Okay. So then we went, then we went out and there was a bunch of people outside of the event. Yeah. So where we previously came in, there were no cyber trucks out there. Once we got to the outside, I think there were probably, I don't know, 15, 20 sitting there. So this was a matte black one that was actually um, showcasing basically their PPF that they're going to be doing. So uh, color changing PPF, whatever this may be, looked pretty nice in person. Looked really good. Yeah, really, really nice. Back here, you can kind of see some of their accessories that they actually did launch today as well. Um, Nice. Which was one of my Kyle made the comment. Yeah, uh, who's gonna put this thing up? I hope it yeah, scans over here. But this whole tent that goes on the back of it, like all of these little details, they were really cool to see all of these as well. Um, they also had a few crash damage one that they actually, you know, put into a wall. They had the one that they shot there. Yeah. Um, all the Baja cool. ones that they've had, you know, way out in the deserts, all of those were there. Yeah, so here's you're looking at them and you're seeing like real versions of the Cybertruck. What did you think of the quality? Yeah, I got to say, to be completely honest, totally blown away. Um, I mean, all the pre pro stuff we've seen, all the photos. I mean, you literally had panels that you could stick an entire finger through, which is kind of what we expect with Tesla, honestly. (laughs) Um, Getting up close and personal to these things they're pretty darn well put together. Like I would have no complaints with it. I think there's some tolerances that they're definitely going to get figured out. Of course, when I, you know, finally get to do a full build quality analysis, we'll go through all of that. But yeah, I got to say, honestly, just firsthand up close and personal, very impressed. The stainless steel feels really nice. I would say looks really nice in person. Uh, Definitely a fingerprint magnet though. Mm. Jordan, what's the way? To, what's the way to treat to, or prevent that or treat that? Like, we'll have a hole all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think for the first couple <laughs> of years, you drive to Whole Foods with this thing, go to up to a supercharger. People are going to be touching this thing. So I'm going to be doing all the testing. I've uh, put in some phone calls to some companies that actually produce, um, you know, like detailing chemicals and see what they're recommending for it. Can we help in, you know, kind of make some chemicals for that? Because honestly, I have no idea. This is a proprietary stainless steel that Tesla has created. I believe it to be part of their SpaceX program. Um, But this is not like basic 304 stainless steel, 301. Seems like a very proprietary blend. And to me, it seems very, very high quality. Um, But yeah, I'm curious to see how we're going to be able to actually clean these things. So that's going to be all the testing I'm going to doing 
I'm going to be doing. And, you know, Kyle's going to, of course, do all the range testing and charging and things like that. Yeah, I think it's we should still be clear, just like our opinions on the truck, because that's most of what happened today is um, we don't know how it's going to work in the real world. It's still, yeah. you know, we we don't know what drive cycle they ran the range. And I was trying to explain this to everyone. It's like we don't know that the, we know the peak charging speeds rated at only 250 kilowatts. That doesn't seem very good. Uh, how was the curve? We're not sure. Um, you know, what, what is the efficiency while driving? What, what is the battery pack size? What's the deal with this range extender yeah. thing? All of these questions. But, you know, if we look at the pricing for what you get, that is exactly in line with what I was thinking. There was no shock to me. And, uh, maybe that's why I think we, I, I feel like, um, uh, I've never felt like a Tesla fanboy before, It was weird, <laughs> but it was weird today. We were like the only positive ones on this thing. And I'm just like, you just ignore what they said four years ago. Yeah. Like just pretend like that never happened. And this makes sense. Um, it's got, you know, dual lockers on the dual motor system. The tri-motor one seems cool. Um, the steer by wire is at least interesting. Apparently it's really quiet. I spoke to some employees that like have been driving and testing them. They're like e-tron quiet. I'm like, no way. <laughs> and so that seems really cool. Super cushy. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, there seems like a lot of lot of good things, a lot of not great things. Like, I would, you know, Silverado EV has way faster charging, way more range, way more battery capacity, all of these things. So it's not class leading. I don't think anything we saw today was really majorly class leading, other than like a super crazy unique design. Yeah, the design. I mean, it, it was so funny. Kyle was very good about this. He, you know, we'd walk up to a friend that we know and he goes, so what'd you think? And honestly, the people who would kind of walk up to you with their shoulders slumped, they're like, I'm really disappointed. And we're like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> this is four years later. The economy has totally changed. Everything's changed with this. Like, in my impression, the the pricing they kind of laid out gives you a very cool range of, you know, single motor, dual motor, and the beast mode one. And it seems honestly to me reasonable and honestly less than I expected. I just don't understand why Tesla would ever four years ago say they're going to do yeah. 500 miles, this price, mm -hmm. these things. And that, that set them up for failure today. And I think yeah. Elon's going to do that. I think everyone had that vibe, which is like reality check. And I hope they never do that again. They did it yeah. with Roadster. And I think that's going to be a disappointment if you look at the original stuff based off of today. Um, and so I think, uh, maybe I just totally ignored them so hard that I'm not even phased by it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe we were ready to be disappointed, but it does seem that some of this disappointment might come from the fact that Tesla didn't outright acknowledge that. Yeah, we said all this stuff in 2019. Sorry, we couldn't meet it. Um, uh, but here's what we do have that, that wasn't acknowledged in the presentation at all. It was just kind of like one omitting information along the way, but then two, like not really focusing on the specs that were the most important to people I'd say like, and, and just not acknowledging it. So where, I mean, do you think that that kind of communication could have been useful in being like, well, look, let's be upfront about it. We've been working really hard on it. This is what we have. This is what we're proud of, but we couldn't meet those high goals that we, for some reason told you about in 2019. Well, it's like the entire presentation just left me annoyed. Because it's like, okay, you can drag race a 911 that they claim they bought at a dealer brand new, but it had Euro side markers and a Porsche dealer cannot legally sell a car with those side markers. They must have bought new. two because it was towing one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't say what spec it was, but it was just a base Carrera, of course. Um, you know, probably a Carrera four. They probably got the slowest one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, they're they they they're like, okay, let's drag race that. Okay, cool. But they didn't 
no details on the um on the the what is it the, the, the tractor pull, pull. Yeah. this was so funny they're like oh it can out pull an f-350 diesel but they had it on like the aero wheels and tire yeah. like you know the the steelies not the chunky all-terrains to dig in and give grip and like the dually the the f-350 ran out of traction the cyber trucks on these big honking all-terrains 35s so yeah dug into the ground so i'm like put them all on the same wheel and tire like, what are you doing here? And the Rivian looked great, by the way. The Rivian looked better than the Cybertruck doing the <laughs> doing the pull. That thing was freaking digging. And, um, yeah, so I'm not convinced that that was properly done. And there was one more. Oh, yeah, the bullet testing stuff. They didn't really, like, explain at what, you know, what type of firearm, what type oh, of they ammunition. Did, yeah. did they? Yeah, so okay. it was, like, the bottom left corner. Again, it was very But it was just one. They, they didn't show multiple, right? It was, like, you could see the rounds change what ah, the actual okay. gun was. It was very hard to see where we were sitting. Okay. I did see that very okay. quickly. And that's cool. You know. Yes. I, I want to shoot my – I don't have a reservation for a Cybertruck. I never have. Everyone's like, are you going to get yours? I'm like, I didn't reserve one. I thought this thing was stupid when I came out. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but um, now I have actually – Get one and, and shoot it. I was like, I you're in the opposite like, boat. I was wants to get rid of the reservation. They're like, please take mine now. <laughs> Great. Because I just felt like I was being lied to when it first came out. And obviously we were. And now that we know like legit what it is, I'm like, oh, okay. Just, you could have told me that in the first place. Uh, and I'm, I'm cool with that. It's realistic, but uh, I want to shoot the crap out of my cyber truck. So I want to pose a question to this. If Tesla four years ago had launched this car of saying, this is what we're intending to build. And they have given no specs how do you think this would have been received today? Don't know. Much better. I, uh, yeah. 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 I think so too, based on the other offerings that are out there that we know the kind of EV trucks that are being made today. And uh, then it wouldn't have been such a, I don't know. I think people were maybe like really hopeful that Tesla would just really pull something crazy out of here mm. uh, when it's like, no, they're working with what the whole rest of the world has. Well, they did some crazy weird things. The the induction rear unit, not 100% on that. And the the range extender. Yeah, the range extender. I wouldn't weird. be surprised if that never comes to market. I feel like I'm being lied to with that. Yeah. It's that the makes no sense. kitchen all over again. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it's yeah, like a camp yeah, kitchen. They might deliver one. I don't know. That seems pretty dumb. And you have to go to the service center and, to install it. Well, some people were saying, like, do you think this is something you can buy and ship to your house and install? I'm like, <laughs> these are high voltage things you're having to plug in. And I'm like, no. And it's 40 to 50 kilowatt hours. That's going to be so not it's, cheap. It's going to be a thousand pounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take up space in the trunk, right? Well, so yeah. there's a thousand pounds of your payload right there. Yeah. yeah. And then reduction of tow weight while towing. So maybe you actually can't do 11,000 pounds with that in the bed depending on the tongue weight calculation. I thought it was funny how they did talk about the rear wheel steering and they're like, you know, a lot of people compare their, their turning radius to another competitor and they were like, this is better than our own sedan. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Rear steer didn't look that crazy to me. So the one they had um, at the after party, they had full wheel on the front cranked and the rear wheel did not look, I mean, it's nowhere near like Hummer EV, EQS, EQEs, um, but I mean, it looks maneuverable. Yeah, it looked like five to seven degrees. Yeah, totally. Okay. So you've walked through, you've eaten the gobstoppers, and then you go to this after party event. Okay, so tell me about this. Oh, where do we start with that? It was great. I don't know how it was, I just, it, yeah. 
Was, we don't know much cool. about it. We just showed up. Yeah. <laughs> you just show up. Is it, it like how Cybertruck oriented is it, or is it just mostly a social event for those who came to be able to speak totally to each other more social, and kind of reflect on, on it? Yeah, put on by the Tesla Owners Club of Austin. Mm-hmm. A really nicely done event. You've got like, got like wristbands and stuff, all official. Um, wow. So that was cool. And yeah, our friend Ryan from the Kilowatts was there, greeted us, handed us wristbands, took us in the back entrance. And then we just talked to people for like five hours. Yeah. That's a Holy lot. And, and then again, just the same impression from people. That's kind of like, Mwah. generally no one was excited about it. And this is like the most hardcore Tesla fan base on the planet. And then what's so funny is like, I'm pretty excited about it. And then I see some journalists now saying it actually looks better in person than, you yeah. know, and so now is, is it going to like flip? Are the Tesla people going to hate it? No, I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I, I just, I cannot believe my biggest shock is how many people believed what Tesla said in 2019. I think maybe that's, we were just in the crowd of like hardcore Tesla believers and, and they were just all let down. I don't, I don't know if we fall into a category, but I did not trust them at all on yeah. anything they said. And that seems to have worked out. I don't know how to, I keep reiterating that, but it was just such a shock to see the most hardcore Tesla fans that we know and friends. I mean, I can be friends with someone who is just like Tesla or nothing, uh, even though I don't necessarily agree with them all the time. It's like weird to see our friends like so down on something that we're so like weird. pumped up about. Well, it was weird. So like after basically the keynote stopped, you know, Kyle would go up. So what do you think? It would be, I can't believe how expensive it is. I can't believe how little range it has, but did you see a beta nine eleven? and did you see it outpulled an F three fifty? And then you have Kyle going over here, like <laughs> base model, not all on the same wheel. So it's like, it was so interesting to see what people pick up and like really care about. And then what they're just completely wow. disappointed about. Absolutely. Yeah. The people do not, notice technical details i'll tell you that much no. even the yeah. people there they were like oh it pulled a 911 and beat the 911 it's like okay and like but was the 911 launched properly you know like it, it almost looked like the 911 was starting to gain it's probably uh, a manual <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you can't get a base manual but yeah and i was just like okay but and then like the tractor pull was what everyone started screaming at but all i could think about was just you just used a single rear wheel no weight in the bed f350 diesel uh, and like that is not a vehicle set up to do a tractor pull. Like use a real vehicle to do a tractor pull against that. Rivian looked freaking awesome. <laughs> I can't get over that thing. <laughs> so um, from this like whole event in your takeaway, what are you seeing as something from the Cybertruck or from Tesla that you think will be carried into the EV truck space? Or like how do you think this will change the future of EV trucks in general, if at all? I don't think at all. I think I think everyone's sleeping easy at all the other automakers. I think the general perception is like, wow, Tesla really under delivered on this. That's the general worldwide perception. And, um, you know, you get almost more range and more things for the money with Rivian, uh, with with Ford and people are I think those everyone at those companies. I saw a post from I think it was. uh, Jerry rig everything posted and, and said, uh, you know, that everyone at those companies are sleeping nice tonight. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it didn't not a huge splash. Um, I mean, even so here at the restaurant, right? We were sorry, <laughs> we're in Austin. This is Tesla's headquarters, or right down the street. We can almost see it from here. And um, we were talking to the bartender, and he's like, "Oh, what brings you to town?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, we were here to see the Cybertruck." He's like, "That is the ugliest piece of you know what." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for and real. He's like, I all mean, the engineers have been here for months working on it. This yeah, you're like, showing us photos of like, oh, this one was in the parking lot a few weeks ago. And- yeah, this is like the hotel the Tesla people come to, and he's like, "That thing is stupid." <laughs> Well, it's like I, I think no one's cross shopping this with like a lightning. Like it, it's just a whole different crowd. And it, it's it. on one hand, it might pull some people in who have never even thought about a truck before because they're like, oh, that's weird and quirky. And, yeah, I'll take that. Uh, but I, it's hard to think about the comparisons with the other existing automakers because this is so left field. And I'm here for it because of that. But it's it's wild. I'll tell you what. After today, all I do, I just want a tri-motor one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sign me up for one of those bad boys. Yep. Because like from a content standpoint, it's YouTube gold. Yeah. So, you know, as even as a personal truck owner thing, if it can just charge without overheating, count me in. Yeah. <laughs> because my Rivian overheats like crazy. Yep. Just yesterday it stopped charging. It got so hot. I mean, Francie, you were in the car with me. It literally battery pack hit max limit and then it just went to 0.6 kilowatts until it cooled off. Sure did. Yeah. Uh, definitely. I feel like there's more to see in the EV truck space, but that this is just, you know, the first truck offering from Tesla. Interesting to see how like the event went and the overall takeaways, um, and the disappointment. Uh, I think that that's kind of curious, but glad y'all were there to spread some rays of sunshine. It's fun to have us all back together on the pod. Last time we were together, we were in the LA, like in LA driving around. So I think it's really fun to get us all together. And what? In the M3. In the M3. Yeah. (laughs) Not a Model 3. Jordan's not being one of those people. We were in an actual BMW (laughs) M3. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So what's what's next for y'all in Austin, Texas? Sleep and go Yeah. Gotta gotta (laughs) go to Ohio. Back to Ohio for me. Back to Ohio. So was it worth it? Was it worth it to go to in person to this event or should you just have live stream? I it? think if I had watched this remotely, I would have been making fun of Tesla so hard. Totally and been like, what a failure. Absolute BS. This was a terrible presentation. Product doesn't look great. All these things. Seeing it in person, meeting the people, understanding the product, watching them move. Invaluable experience from my side to be able to come to this. Yep. To see the baseball thrown live. Didn't actually see that. That was lame. Okay. It sounded like a rubber ball. (laughs) So I haven't watched the presentation. They didn't throw a steel ball at it. It was a baseball. baseball. It's a baseball. And so we at first thought they threw it into like an open window. Like you couldn't hear anything and it just like disappeared. disappeared. And so they threw it again and it hit the glass. And yeah, like barely, like he looks like lightly tossed a baseball and it bounced off the glass and everyone cheered. Yeah. (laughs) Why? In person, it literally sounded like a, a bouncy ball. Like he just like threw it, and it just like launched the other way. And I'm like, okay. That's well, the weird. initial one was everyone went, uh, and I thought that they threw a steel ball and it and cracked the window again. <laughs> no, he oh missed it because he actually hit the stainless steel part. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's oh. lame. What happened to the ball? Um, I don't know. It's 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 yeah. So I want to get a ball. Oh, What's our camera on? froze. I want to get a ball and see how it handles a steel ball now. Good well, luck. we're going to get one. We're going to absolutely test it to its limits. We'll go from <laughs> the least aggressive to most aggressive testing. 
And then we'll give yeah, it back Kyle. to the kind viewer who lent it to us. <laughs> any, any leads on who that might be yet? We had so many offers today, but whoever gets one oh, first, believe, okay. we, we really won't intentionally destroy the truck if you don't want us to. But if you right. want bullet like bullet dings in the side, I mean, we have a lot of uh, connections with the fire. You know, we, we have we have options. Well, y'all we know got, I was. We got options. <laughs> state championship trap shooting in high school wow. right here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. Well, it sounds like a fun, busy, long day with the Cybertruck. So thanks for giving us insight to what it was actually like to be there in person. Um, and seems like you enjoyed it, got to speak to a lot of people and really get the impressions of it in person, live, and of course, see it. So it'll be cool to dive into what y'all saw, all the specs that we were are like kind of still waiting for in some cases, but to get in all those, those details and other podcasts. So hope y'all can rest up, have a nice travel day, but yeah, thanks for hopping on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. And thanks everyone for tuning in to the Out of Spec podcast. We will see you next time. Cheers. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.